Welcome to Women Rise. What makes me qualified to talk about how women rise? I am a woman, living, breathing, experiencing. And the mission of this podcast is to empower businesswomen to take inspired action to elevate their lives. I'm your host, Melissa, and today we're going to talk about how to stop playing small. So let's begin with what are the signs? You know, how do you know that you are playing small? First, you fill your time with insignificant tasks, meaning you're always talking about how busy you are, running errands, watching TV, scrolling through social media, truly filling your time with things that aren't adding value to your life. Number two, you are constantly waiting to be asked, whether it's to provide your services, to show off your talent, or even speak. You never initiate or step into any kind of spotlight for fear of rejection. Number three, fear gets the best of you. No matter how much talent you have, no matter how many hours you've spent perfecting this talent that you have, you can't seem to share your gifts with the world. You keep them to yourself, you keep them hidden. Number four, The slightest criticism derails your plans and your thoughts. You hold all of the negative feedback close to your heart. Even if you get a hundred positive comments, it's that one negative comment that you keep playing on repeat. Sound familiar? Number five, no one knows what you do. Maybe you endlessly share positive thoughts on social media or inspiring things or reply to comments. But when it comes to actually telling people what you offer and what your value is, no one really knows. And you're at a loss of words. So if any of these struck a chord, it's a sign that you are playing small, right? And this could be in any area of life. But today, what I'm going to talk about, of course, is related to the business side of things, right? And a lot of the things I'll share with you here today, you can absolutely apply to other areas of your life. But that's really the focus. And let me be clear, as women, we are up against a lot more obstacles than men. From a societal perspective, we're battling with an overculture that tells us that our value lies in our looks, but we're ugly and somehow need all of these products to fix our beauty, which is the only thing that we are holding of value. We are told that our work is not worth as much as men's work in the wage gap that we see that is so prevalent today still. We are truly still living in the era of patriarchy. Now, with all this in mind, I'm here to tell you that this is a challenge. It's a real challenge and it's worth acknowledging, but it is certainly not an excuse to remain on the sidelines. It's your life after all. And how do you want it to go? Do you want to live a life that is full of what ifs and frustration that you've never been invited into the spotlight? Or do you want to take control of your life today? So I hope if you're listening to this podcast, your feeling is the latter, that you are ready to take control, that you are ready to take back ownership over your life and stop playing small. So let's get into the good stuff, right? How does one actually begin to stop playing small, if it were? Stepping into success requires all of the things I'm going to share with you today, but these are really just the starting foundation, right? So number one is to commit to a vision but not to a plan. So often, especially in the business coaching that I do, I see people get stuck because they feel that they need to have this perfect plan really to start, 
when all you actually need is a vision. Life will throw you curveballs and the path that you plan will never go as exactly as planned. In fact, it's often best if you remain pretty flexible, right? Because you never know who you're going to meet or who's going to be able to help you achieve your vision. You really just need a wireframe to begin. As you meet the right people and have the right experiences, the plan will create itself. So instead of trying to create this absolutely picture-perfect plan, I encourage you to commit to a vision of what you want for yourself. The life that you wish to lead. What does it look like? Seriously, when is the last time you sat down and thought, with a blank slate, what do I want my life to look like? So I encourage you to do that after listening to this podcast, or go ahead and pause it. Really think about what you want out of life. Do you want financial freedom? Do you want a flexible schedule? Do you want to manage people? Do you want to steady income? Or do you want to be a solopreneur that's just rocking it at life, right? Whatever that vision is, commit to it. And then build a wireframe based on that vision that you can start executing. Number two, stop living urgently. Now, I love this saying, but you can't frantic your way to success. And this is so unbelievably true. When you stop playing in the fight or flight mentality and actually slow down is when you'll do your best work, right? That's when innovation actually happens is not when you're pulling your hair out, but when you're relaxed. So set less unrealistic deadlines when you figure out your vision, right? And you decide that you're going to go forward. Don't set deadlines that are going to put you into that stress mode, right? So make sure that you're going coming from a place that's going to be livable. You're creating a life that is not going to stress you out, but that is actually going to incrementally move you towards your goal. And number three is clean up your thoughts. It's not always a quick fix, but take a one day inventory. This is something really powerful and I often have my coaching clients do this as well. So as a business coach, I work with all kinds of entrepreneurs, usually people who've been in business for at least a year or two. But what I've found is that Pretty much everyone deals with this, right? Actually, I would say even 100% deal with this. And the negative thoughts will really impact your ability to be creative, your ability to be truly successful. So I encourage you to take a one-day inventory. Have a little, whether it's a spreadsheet or a sticky note, whatever works for you, but something that you can have, even if it's a note on your phone, something where you can access it easily. And just put a little check mark or a number every time you think a negative thought about yourself, right? So maybe it's a a doubt or you obsess about the opinion of others, or maybe it's just you're thinking, oh, I'm not good enough or, oh, I'm not smart enough. And then put a little tally mark, right? Take inventory. And I'll tell you that this simple act of taking notice to your own self-defeating thoughts will help curb that negativity spiral, right? When we become accountable for our thoughts and we take regular inventory, is when we are able to change it, but it begins with that level of awareness. So then after you've done a day of inventory, what I would encourage you to do the next day, right? You've done it for one day is to write out a slightly more positive thought that you can tell yourself instead, right? It's a too big of a leap often to go from, I'm saying something like I'm stupid to I'm brilliant, but what is an incremental step? Maybe I'm resourceful right? Figure out what that intermediary step is and intercept that thought. And when you start rewriting your own thoughts and rewriting your own beliefs about yourself is when you will be able to stop playing small. 
And number four, this one's easy. Stop waiting. (laughs) Okay, so it's not easy, but it's definitely very clear, right? So when you stop waiting, you'll act more often. And confidence and self-esteem all come as a result of acting, not before. And the most common misconception is that you have to have confidence in order to act, but it's actually the reverse. You gain courage by pushing yourself a little bit outside of your comfort zone each time. Number five, this is a big one. (laughs) Stop complaining. Do you complain at every turn? And it's okay, like don't get mad at yourself if you're with someone listening right now and you do, you complain a lot, right? This is a great thing to bring some awareness to. I used to be a massive complainer. Before I started my own business, before I really stepped into entrepreneurship, I was always complaining about something happening at work or some drama or something that was going on. And that kept me in a very small, dark place. So I ask you, do you talk about how hard you have it all the time? Do you complain to everybody who will listen? And if the answer is yes, let me tell you that living big requires that you radiate success. And the key to projecting an air of success is to stop complaining. Now, this doesn't mean that you should stop processing things, of course. If you need to get things off your chest, talk to a therapist, a mentor, a coach, just not strangers or potential clients. Because when you put off that energy of frustration, no one will want to work with you. And number six, surround yourself with supportive people. (sighs) This one always makes me really happy. It's true. When you start surrounding yourself with successful and supportive people, you will inevitably expand beyond your wildest dreams. So get a coach, spend time with other people who are crushing it, whether they are in your profession or not. Because I'll tell you, people playing small will keep dragging you down and telling you how unrealistic your goals and dreams are because they're scared to look at their own, because they're not investing in their own. So find people who are living big and spend time with them. Number seven, enjoy life now. So if you've read anything about the power of manifestation or into that stuff, you'll know that this is so critical to achieving what you want to achieve, right? If you're not happy now, you cannot attract things that will actually make you happy. So the irony of that is you have to enjoy life right now. And it can be easy to get caught up in the belief that achievement will make us happy, but it's actually the other way around. Being happy will attract people to you and will help you achieve more. Playing big isn't about attaching the ego to success. It's about enjoying the ride and actually making a difference. So that's all for today. But I think this is such an important topic that I've been so meaning to do a podcast on. So I hope you enjoyed it. And I would love to get feedback on what your thoughts are, if this helped you to stop playing small, or just in general, around the idea of playing small. Is this something that you struggle with in your life? So I'm also excited to share that I have a new Instagram handle. Feel free to send DMs, message, comment, like, all of those good things and engage with me on my new handle, which is Melissa S as in Shia Barker. So my middle name is actually Shia. So the handle is just Melissa, M-E-L-I-S-S-A, S for Shia Barker, B-A-R-K-E-R. And I'm excited to connect with all of you next week. 
So until next week, you badass ladies, keep moving and shaking and check back next Tuesday at 9 a.m. for another episode of Women Rise.